This is Business Wellbeing, the podcast that brings you ideas and discussion about employee health, financial wellness, benefits, retirement plans, recruiting, and more. With your hosts, Tracy Vicario, Nick Crawl, and Roberto Flores. This episode of Business Wellbeing was recorded live in the offices of BCI Group in Portland, Oregon. I'm your host, Isaac Semantic, and I joined Nick, Tracy, and Roberto in their office for this first episode and discussion. Let's meet your hosts. Tracy Vicario is a 20-year veteran of the employee benefits world, having worked in consulting and employee advocacy. Nick Crawl is a retirement plan advisor and an expert on all things related to employee pensions, retirement plans, and investment options. Roberto Flores has more than a decade of experience in employee benefits and health insurance, helping companies design better benefit programs for their employees. Great to see you, everybody. Hi, again. Hello. Uh, so um, this is the first episode of our podcast. Um, this is going to be really exciting. Glad to have everyone here. Um, I thought the first I, the first podcast, what we would do is just talk a little bit about what your listeners can expect to get out of this, what they can look forward to with each episode, and uh, really give you a chance to give an overview. And then, of course, uh, we'll, we've got a special uh, beer tasting here. Uh, we'll get into a little bit later in the show. That's so. actually why I showed up. Today was for the beer test. <laughs> <laughs> what, however, it, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Um, so so let's talk about it. And what, what are we going to get into on this podcast? I don't know the detail, but what are some of those those topics? Well, I think we're, we're hoping our listeners find a deeper personal connection with us and our clients and some of the things that we're able to accomplish with them and and how we're all evolving as a company and trying to find that uh, trusted expertise in the field. I think that having a podcast is uh, really going to be huge for us. I personally have a commute every day that takes me about anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours. So I I get to listen to a lot of podcasts and I, I just love it. I love being able to consume information that way. We want to put it out to uh, folks out in the intranets so they can have it too and have some fun yeah yeah that, that world wide web thingy so you know I, you know i think ultimately what i hope is to have they given you internet and you're off <laughs> yeah I, I still have snake on my phone as well so i'm trying to get that one updated too i'm looking forward to delivering um timely and relevant information from the clients and the employers that we see every single day so that uh, the employers in the Pacific Northwest can start yeah. sharing ideas and, and stop reinventing the wheel with all these new technologies and regulations that are coming along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're doing a lot of fun, innovative work in, in our industry and, and it's evolving and you know we just want to share some of that and some of the things that we're doing and some of the things that our clients are doing. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, and, and you've got guests lined up for the next few uh, shows as well, I know. Uh, I mean, without giving away the, the secrets of who's coming on, who, who are some of the, type of the type of people you might be having on? Well, I know I have a call in to Bernie Sanders, so we're trying to hear, see, hear back from him. <laughs> <laughs> he might, he's coming in next week, I guess. So. I think he's, he's going to be an organist. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Uh, anybody? anybody uh, like, I'm looking uh, at a, a culture consultant to come in with culture consultant with the five generations in the workplace. Now, there's a, a lot of different ways of communicating with the employees. Some are paper driven and some have never used paper and are very technology driven. So really how to communicate with the different generations. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be great. That sounds, that sounds fantastic. <clears throat> On the retirement side, industry types. I mean, that's what that's the the profile we're looking at. Whether it be uh, ERISA attorneys, there's so much regulation going on these days that having those guys around can be handy. And then uh, other other industry folks and how they're adapting and what the latest and greatest is. We just we want to get that news out there. Mm-hmm. So maybe people from the like the insurance retirement industry as well as employers who are who are uh, putting the plans in place. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, what what's the effect on our clients? Mm-hmm. What what are some what are some of their stories and how is it impacting them? That that uh, that can always be meaningful. Yeah, I think we hope that our listeners get a little sneak peek into the ground level floor of maybe some of the things that are in the works and maybe aren't out to the rest of the market yet, but we can share some of those things that are going on behind the scenes. Great. Awesome. Well, uh, hey, let's, before we get into that, let's, let's get to the important stuff, uh, which is uh, the beer right here in front of us. Yes. All Isaac, right. tell us about this beer you brought us. You know, okay. first of all, Isaac, I don't drink beer. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I've been known to have a sip or two. Don't know if I've ever really had one entire beer mm. in my adult life, but I'm going to give it a go. Now, I do drink alcohol, but just yes. not the beer varietal, so... Okay. Coach me along here. So yes. maybe maybe if we do another tasting, we'll have to switch it up a little bit, uh, scotch or something like that. Yeah, yes. yes. some local craft bourbon scotch. <laughs> yes, All right, let's vodka. Here we, here. here we go. And I've had a couple libations, so I know I can teach you something about beer. So in, well, okay. So that in mind. Um, so what this is? This is a uh, this is a gear up. Oh, listen, to that. <laughs> it's like a Seven Up commercial. We'll do Seven Up next mm. time. Um, this is a gear up IPA uh, we, we just picked up uh, from a local brewery here uh, Hopworks um, Hopworks Urban Brewery uh, it's their uh, gear up IPA just came out and uh, it's in a can I like pour it into glass because I'm just kind of that is tasty that's that's kind of has that dank taste to it mm-hmm. tastes like beer indeed <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, Tracy can you identify the hoppiness the aromas. She's swirling mm-hmm. right now. <clears throat> judgment, judgment is out. It sounds I can like. see I if I this, can get a beer foam That's mustache. Really good. Mm-hmm. I know this says gear up, but I don't know if I would be drinking this before I go on a bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe after the ride. Maybe halfway through maybe. on the downhill. Maybe know. if you were just pedaling and somebody else was steering. I think yeah, that's maybe work. one of those beer bikes where you just have to pedal and someone else is driving it. Yeah. yeah. We actually, we've done one of those before. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not really real. It's a battery operated. So just for you guys out here. <laughs> we're learning things already. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, so, so it is a Friday. <laughs> so Roberto, let me tell us, what have you been up to lately as far as what's, what's going on in the work world? Um, well, Kind of some of the things I know that Tracy and I have been seeing on the employee benefit side is the fact that some of our employers are really trying to go through the technology process and actually going through the vetting process and what what HRIS system is best suited for them. And so how can we get into the fold and really use our expertise and our experience to help some of those employers go through that process, find the right solution for their HRIS system. And then after we finish that piece, 
how can we best find the best services and then the best implementation process to get make sure that they go through that whole process and it's and it's sound. Roberto, can you define HRIS for us? What does that mean? Human Resource Information System. Okay. And you also even kind of see the, the term get thrown around as a human capital management system, which is kind of a newer term that's being thrown around these days. And essentially they mean kind of the same thing. And I guess you can see the HCA, HCMS, the HCS word mm-hmm. hover above the H, HRIS system. And so it could be associating an employee's well-being overall. Who is developing these things? Who's the Who's the product provider? Is it the healthcare companies is it the payroll is it yeah both? so yeah that's a great question so we've been seeing a lot of payroll providers is really where they're coming into the fold of using this so for example the, the largest one in the mm-hmm. in the in the world is ADP and so you know one in three Americans right now are getting payroll through ADP mm-hmm. payroll and so what they're doing now is also partnering up and in, in having an ACA solution so managing at the end of the year those reporting needs for healthcare so they're now mm-hmm. taking that piece on and also offering that um, benefit enrollment platform along. So they're trying to build this whole HRIS system which encompasses all of those different things in this one model. Uh, so, so the, I mean, the takeaway over there is just that the technology is becoming ever more important to the employer mm-hmm. and therefore ever more powerful, which means it's, it's an even bigger decision when an employer has to put that technology in. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and it's neat, the need for it to be integrated is 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 definitely a big need right now. And mm-hmm. what I mean by integration is not having to talk to different people within different areas. So for example, I'm gonna to talk to this person for payroll and talk to this person for my ACA solutions, but how can I make sure that all of my systems are flowing and working together? And so that's that's the process that we're going through right now and, and that's, where, that's where it's going. Mm-hmm. How are these employers gonna afford these big technology solutions? And that's that's part of the process that we're working with our clients on is, you know, what is the cost? What are their needs? Uh, maybe some of their needs aren't some of these things that are being packaged with these HRIS systems. So how can we take some of these things out to reduce the cost for them that makes it a good fit for them? And maybe they don't need it now, but they'll need it for the upcoming future. So how can we put you with a vendor that's going to be able to provide that long-term solution for you down the road? So a bit of a tiered implementation solution. So maybe something to get them started and and reduce some of that paper that they can grow with later. Yeah. And and just, you know, like even some of the conversations you and I have had, Tracy, that we're sitting down with them and, and keeping them aware of things that they need to have that they might not have thought about before. And so maybe they're with a payroll provider right now that is not able to provide all those services. So, you know, how can we start to ask those probing questions and maybe integrate some of those individuals in the company that know that they need certain things, but yet maybe the HR team doesn't know. So how can we have that full conversation with everyone to get a true understanding of what is the best fit for our clients? Does it make sense for clients to be early adopters of these technologies? I mean, it seems like they're coming out left and right and the industry is constantly shaping because of the new regulations or the new technology or both. What do you think? That's a, that's, you know, I'm going to be honest. That's a tough question because we all know we've all been part of the early adopters for whatever technology that's been out there at some point. Right. And I wouldn't, you know, off the top of my head, I would venture to guess eight times out of 10, that's never a good experience. Um, you but, still got MySpace up, don't you? Right. <laughs> you still got your MySpace page. I think so. I think some guy in Taiwan is taking it over. Yeah. But, 
you know, it's, 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 it's difficult sometimes um, to, but that's part of the process that we want to sit alongside them and ask those mm-hmm. detailed questions to the vendor mm-hmm. so we can really catch on some of those things of, oh, they're really just selling and maybe aren't ready for that. But, mm-hmm. you know, th- that's where our expertise comes into play. How about you? What's, what's going on with you, Tracy? Well, uh, what keeps coming up are the retention and recruitment issues in the engineering space and technology. So the employers are having a really, really hard time retaining. So one company is one-upping another in terms of, of benefits and not just mm. health insurance and retirement plans but or ping-pong tables, but pet insurance or pet bereavement or, I mean, they're really trying to come up with unique ideas that what's going to resonate with this population. So we're doing a lot of surveys, some benchmarking, so we can take a look at industry-specific and area-specific so employers can see how their benefit programs match up in the market space. So what I mean by that, Nick, is that what we're seeing in the retention and recruitment, so the and the hiring and keeping the employees. So the the HR folks are having trouble finding good people. So then they're, you know, the senior leadership culturally, they're having to change their cultures internally, which is a challenge. Mm-hmm. So that's one piece of it. Mm-hmm. And then figuring out what is most important to this employee population. And then how do we put that all together and tie it in a neat little bow and be able to keep people here? So, And, and I think that's a great point, Tracy, because I've definitely seen that firsthand with the different generations is how can we appease all of them and mm-hmm. everyone and, and put together a benefit package that that really helps everyone, and, and that's just really at the heart of what we're what we're dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. So one of our guests um, is going to be a senior HR person with one of the best places to work in the Northwest, hmm. and they've done a lot of research over over the years on lighting in the workplace and different ways to give people time off and the way that they're they're structuring their workspaces. So we'll get to hear from her in one of our podcasts coming up. She has some great ideas. Do you think the uh, competition for employees and this one-upsmanship in the benefits package, is that just happening here in Portland, which is, you know, a very hot place to work right now? Is it just happening in tech companies? Or do you think this is nationwide? Is it in all kinds of industries? What are your thoughts there? We're seeing it in all kinds of industries and nationwide because as the market got a little bit healthier and in some larger markets, great people are hard to find and companies want great people and they don't want to settle for good people. So those great people are hard to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think even part of politics is even getting involved too, you know, with the election coming up and the $15 an hour or at least the raise on minimum wage, you know, that's really impacting clients and employers and understanding, you know, where do we go from here and, you know, we don't want to, we want to take a strategic approach and not just worry about something that's coming in the years to come, but let's start planning for that. And so how can we help our clients plan for the future and what that looks like from a pay perspective for some of these individuals? Okay. Uh, Nick, what's happening in, in your world? I mean, what have you been up to? You, you were just at a conference this week. Tell us about that. Yes, it was, uh, it was a good conference. There's um, a Western Pensions and Benefits Conference that took place yesterday. So... I'm feeling quite up to date on a lot of the latest from the industry. I had the pleasure of sitting on a panel. There's some regulation that was passed 
regarding the F word, fiduciary. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's really uh, so legislating F bombs now. Yes, okay. everybody wants to talk about fiduciary. So I uh, I decided, what the heck, I'm gonna go home and make my kids fiduciaries. They're now officially responsible for prudent and diligent work in their bedrooms. So they're the fiduciaries of the bedrooms. And if they fail to uphold, there will be some punitive damages. So everybody is fiduciaries now. Uh, you're all fiduciaries. No, just kidding. But this Roberto, new regulation did spread it out quite a bit in the industry. So Roberto, he's got kids right here. Three kids. Two. Two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, at least two that I know about. At least two. <laughs> <laughs> Violation. Oh, okay. Was that, was that yeah. too much? No, I mean, no, I mean your, your wife Over never... I'm sure your wife gets it. Your wife's never going to listen to this podcast anyway. So... so uh, no, no. I mean, so, so if you were going to roll out, if you were, I mean, is that something you're thinking about doing, making your kids fiduciaries? I mean, what, mm-hmm. uh, what would he have to think about if he's going to, mm. he's going to do that? Well, fiduciary. The definition is that you, you effectively have responsibility over something, and you have to do it in the best interest of that other party. So, if I'm a plan sponsor, I'm running a retirement plan, for instance, and. Um, I'm, I'm by nature a fiduciary because I have to look out for the best interest of those participants, period. End of story. Legal line is drawn right there. So what's happening is they're now turning that back to the advisory industry where we work. And there's some people that are on the fiduciary side already. There's some that aren't. And it's basically trying to sweep everybody else into that pool. And we've just recently seen some legislation pass through that, which delves into the health savings accounts is now those that are advising health savings accounts need to be fiduciaries. And so that, yes. I wonder what that impact is as well for, for our for our market. Yeah. It's a fascinating discussion. I, I actually, I love the topic. It was fun to do the due diligence and research. I sat up there with uh, uh, another uh, plan sponsor. So she talked about how that impacted their organization and then also an ERISA attorney. So it was a it was a good pool. It was, it was fun. I, I look forward to coming back and sharing more on that. Great, great. Regulation seems to be at top of mind on the <clears throat> for the employers with the sick leave, the new overtime rules, the minimum wage, and benefits. Everything's impacting that budget. So we'll have to get some more information and some mm-hmm. guests on to help figure out how we're going to better manage those budgets to all the changes that are hitting at once. Well, and Tracy's now a resident expert because she came to the conference too. I did. (laughs) I did. I took pictures of Nick on the panel. (laughs) Oh, did you? She was my my chaperone. You'll have to put those in your uh, newsletter. Mm -hmm. Preferably Mm -hmm. the open mouth ones. Put those in the the pointer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. One out of ten had his eyes open. (laughs) It's so hard to take good pictures of somebody who's speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. Um, okay, well, great. Uh, so, how's the beer tasting? How's everybody doing with the beer? What do you think? Um, I know you purchased these, so I'm not blowing smoke, but this is a phenomenal beer. I would definitely go back and buy this beer again. I think I think what I like about it, and personally, this is just my preference. I'm not a huge ultra hoppy taste to it, so mm. this didn't provide that strong hop flavor to it. So mm. I really liked that. 
And uh, yeah, it was just really smooth beer. This would be a great summertime beer. Mm-hmm. So our listeners know it's a Hopworks Urban Brewery Gear Up IPA, family owned and operated, and they are a certified B Corp. Look at that! All that on the can, right? And there. what's tells right you what, there. even what is really cool about it is there's it's in six pack, uh, twelve ounce cans, so mm-hmm. you can definitely easily share this with with a crew of friends. Good serving size. Yeah, and as a as someone who purchases beer at times, um, I would say have, having them in in a 12, 12 ounce count is is a uh, is a great thing. Yeah, it's great. solid. I was noticing the uh, the B Corp thing on there as well on the mm-hmm. label on there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys uh, do? You get asked about the B Corp certification by clients or anything at times? Occasionally, I think it does. But, um, yeah, we we see it occasionally. Um, I understand it's. A decent little exercise to go through to be registered mm-hmm. as such um, <clears throat> but some of our clients are, are definitely interested in, in going that route yeah yeah they, they see that as as value to you know from certainly an altruistic perspective but but also good for their business what right. is that what is the B Corp B Corp it's a certification for um, being environmentally sound yeah I think it stands for benefit corporation and it means that they have to consider the triple bottom line the uh, mm-hmm. People, planet, and profits. Mm-hmm. So not just profits, but the other two. Mm-hmm. So they, I think the uh, the survey. I mean, and you you may know more, but uh, from what I understand, the survey inc- includes documenting your policies towards employees and what kind of volunteer time you give them, and vacation time, and then and then also documenting. You know, do you do you recycle in the workplace, and how and what kind of energy do you use, and all that. And then some of the standard things that you would have as an S corp or a C corporation. You know, you know, good management of your books and those kinds of things. And do you think you could see someday maybe where you get some significant tax savings by being a B corp someday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I think. Well, I think we do have an election coming up. Depending <laughs> on who gets elected, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, great. I mean, this is this has been a great introduction. I think this is gonna be really exciting. Um, I mean, so I, I heard a few takeaways just for this first. I know we touched on a lot of topics, but it sounds like there are a few takeaways of things that are important for employers to be thinking about. One of them is, is certainly regulation. The way that regulation is changing, whether it's a tiny tiny clause in a, in a law or it's something sweeping like the Affordable Care Act. Um, uh, I heard another, also heard about technology. Is that true? I mean, technology is getting, is everywhere now. It's in everybody's pockets and everybody's office. And now it's a part of your HR stack. It's part of your benefits and how your employees interact with benefits and retirement. Yeah. Uh, what's the other thing? Uh, you said, I guess, budgets and recruiting. Those are some other, am I missing anything there? Or? No, I think, you know, kind of to put your technology in a nutshell, it's, I think people are understanding and realizing that having all this paper is, A, not very um, efficient, and B, it's it's not very fun from the user's end, and so how can we, how can employers make that easier, an easier process for their employees, and also for the HR team. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. Great to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you. See you next time. Thanks very much. All right. Cheers. Until next beer. You've been listening to Business Wellbeing, a production of BCI Group. Find us at bcigroup.com, subscribe on iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Global Retirement Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor. 
Global Retirement Partners, LLC, PCI Group, and LPL Financial are separate and non-affiliated entities. 